When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Welcome back. Segment two of Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Also, you can hear us over the air in Las Vegas, 98.5 The Fan. Hello to our radio listeners as well. Okay, Mo, we're going to get back. to we, st- we talked about the first. Oh, by the way, do me a favor. My man Mo is an amazing writer, amazing journalist. <laughs> he writes up at Bleacher Report. He's a national NFL writer, so you can catch him on the entire league which is why he's not with us in the post game because he's so busy on Sundays he doesn't even sleep. Okay, he just stays up for like sixty hours and he gets everything all done. Uh, but anyway, go read him on Bleacher Report. Also, SportsNot.com. He talked about his column dropping on Thursday and today, and that means you can go read his Raider stuff on SportsNot.com. So make sure you do that. Follow him on Twitter at Mo Moton M O E M O T O N. You can follow me at L V Gully and the show S N B Today on Twitter. So we talked last segment, my friend, about um, the criticism that I had. And we talked about Dave Ziegler and his press conference and this kind of uh, uniform lockstep. We're going to say that eh, there's nothing wrong uh, between him and and his buddy, Coach uh, McDaniels. Uh, And then we also, though, have seen, again, continually national media. And I know Raider Nation loves getting national media. Uh, But it's not great media. They, they want good media. And again, they're getting poor media because they're so disappointing. Rich Eisen was all in on the Raiders, if you remember, right, Mo? He was mm-hmm. all in, talked a lot about it on the show during the summer, had guests on, talking about how great the Raiders are going to be. I think he even picked them to go to the AFC Championship game, if I recall. Mm-hmm. That's how much That's he believed right. in them. So he had Albert Breer, of course, uh, NFL journalist on as well talking about it and i want to play this clip and again if you're watching us on youtube i don't have video for it but it is audio it's a little bit longer it's about three minutes but i'm gonna play it i want you to hear rich eisen talk about it but then also albert breer and then we'll come back and talk about the comments so here's albert breer on what's going on with the raiders the las vegas raiders don't lead the league in much but they already lead the league in disappointing losses followed up by uh, confabs between the owner and the coach in private that apparently don't amount to any hot seat 
That's uh, and and the announcement comes um, after that meeting between Josh McDaniels and Mark Davis. Yeah, there's another. He's going to be your coach here for a while. Um, that's now multiple times I think have happened this year, or at least uh, one time there Davis had to say something. What is going on in Vegas? Best you can tell right now. I I think they're going to be all right. Uh, you know, I, I I think Josh has honestly like kind of equipped himself well for this. And you know, I yeah, I mean, as you know, I've spent a lot of time with him since he got that job, and I. I just, you know, I, I look at like how he, he has emphasized building relationships and making sure the right foundation is laid and all the stuff he learned from Denver. Um, you know, I, I know one thing he kind of emphasized to me is nobody's going to know whether or not I've changed until the bleep hits the fan, right? Like, and like, uh, it seems see, like it has, like, hasn't it? I yeah, mean, yeah. And I mean, and, and that's the thing is like, people aren't going to know. And he's and he and he said to me, I promise you, like I'm not going to be the guy who's going to come in and flip the mo- the commu- computer monitor over in the in the meeting room when things don't go well. And so, like I I think that there's going to be, I think this is going to be an interesting test of where he is and who he is and how much he's grown. I think he's grown a lot, and I think that they've got some issues that they newer issues that are bigger issues than they thought they were. What's like, that? The, the structure of the team up the middle of the defense, I think has been a huge one for them. Like right up the middle of the defense, they've got holes. I think they thought those were manageable, that they would be able to, uh, to, to, to build big leads with their offense and kind of mitigate that where, you know, your corners and your edge players are more important if you can kind of get other teams down. And their offense hasn't, which hasn't come along fast enough for that to happen. But I, I still think that there is a belief that they're going to get there. And so um, I, I believe Mark Davis when he says, like, we're not thinking of pulling the plug. The one caveat, and I know this is sort of a long-winded answer, the one caveat there mm-hmm. would be I do think, you know, you're seeing it in college football now with uh, the way the television money, I think, affects, like, schools' willingness to pay these massive buyouts, right, to get rid of guys. I think the same sort of dynamic is is is, is starting to exist in the NFL, too, where – the massive television money has made it so for an owner, the idea of a one and done and eating three or four years of a coach's contract is more workable mm. than it was in the past. But I don't think that that's Mark Davis's mindset right now. Catch the rich yeah, I think we got off. every single day on the Roku channel, so, 12 to three Eastern for free. So there you go. I appreciate that uh, audio courtesy of the rich Eisen show, but Mo, a couple things there to kind of uh, unwrap. Um, number one is Albert Breer talked about, that they kind of miscalculated. And we knew this, right? We talked about, he didn't even mention the offensive line, which is shocking to me. He says he's so close. He spent a lot of time with McDaniels. How you don't talk about the offensive line? I don't know. But he talked about the middle of the defense, which we've talked about since day one. Okay. And then he said something really key there and he kind of did it quickly, but he said they thought that their offense would click and that they could outscore people. Basically. That's how good they thought their offense would be which is scary when you know the offensive line was unsettled. But we heard Dave Ziegler talk about Wednesday, well, it takes time for the passing game to get together. I'm so confused by this, man, because uh, you you hear Albert Breer talk about it. You hear him say Mark Davis isn't going to fire him. But, oh, by the way, there's more money now to buy out coaches, so if, pe- if people in the NFL want to do it, they could do it easier. But I don't think Mark Davis would do that. I think he was sending conflicting signals there because he's just covering his bases because if it gets really bad – Josh McDaniels could be one and done. I, for one, don't think he's going to be one and done, only because, again, I've said this before on previous shows, 
firing coaches and having a revolving door of coaching staffs hasn't worked for the Raiders in the past. Um, while the Raiders have been a disappointment at two and five, I'm not one to hit the the red button and eject people seven games into the season, eight games, nine games into the season. I understand how a new regime wants to build a roster, wants to bring in their guys, and it may take some time. I understand all of that stuff. The problem with this is, and you touched on it, was we talked about some of the weak areas on the Raiders roster. The interior defensive line, that, that's been your in your wheelhouse. You've talked about that plenty of times. I've been harping on the offensive line as, as well as you two. And, this, and we talked about the secondary. Lo and behold, what are the three weakest areas on the roster right now? The offensive line, the interior the defensive line, and the secondary. So if we could see it, two guys miles and miles and states away, <laughs> we could see this. How is it that the guys in the room making the big decisions don't see these areas, didn't see these areas as a potential big problem that could hold this team back and give this team a slow start to the season is beyond me. But as you said, with 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 what Albert Burr said, maybe they thought they could just outscore teams early, and in the meantime, their defense can catch up. And then it will all meet up in the middle and they will be fine toward the end of the year. But because the offense has started out so, I don't want to say slow, because at one point the offense was top 10 in scoring. Yeah. It was clicking, but let's be honest. Let's not make it out to seem like the offense has been fine. Darren Waller, as we said, and Hunter Renfro haven't been the same players. Derek Carr's passing completion rate is down 5-6%. Devontae Adams' numbers comparable to his numbers in Green Bay are down because Derek Carr is not at his best. So clearly this team overestimated the talent that they had. Now I will say at times the offensive line has overachieved and blocked well for Josh Jacobs. When it comes to pass protection and a quarterback driven league, a lot to left to be desired there. Yeah. It's just interesting to hear a national writer talk about them. Um, And, and, and he's the first one I give him credit for, for talking about the defense, the middle of the defense. Okay. Because it, it, it's, it's, poor it's been poor and there's players there who don't will not be with the Raiders next year I'll put it that way um but again the no mention of the offensive line no mention of Derek Carr again no mention that he talked about the offense hasn't come along but what's the reasons for that and I think we talked about it in the last segment so we don't have to kick the dead horse here but clearly uh there's got to be some some better assessment of what's going on and he talked about Josh McDaniels saying hey people aren't going to think I changed from Denver until I actually prove that I've changed. Now, he has, from a demeanor standpoint, almost to the point that it's the opposite direction, which is what you were talking about. Hey, no big deal, no big deal. And that might be an overcorrection on his part because of what he was known for in his short stint with the Broncos. Uh, but but there's got to be some recognition. People just want to hear, and his players need to hear, that what they're doing is not acceptable. Now, maybe, again, like you said, we're not in the locker room. Maybe that message is getting there. But if that message is being delivered, it's not sinking in and to me uh that is the biggest problem right now and that's my issue a lot of people saying well what do you expect dave ziegler and josh mcdaniels to say publicly they're not going to publicly say anything you know direct to their players and we understand that the problem is if they are saying it privately it's not getting through to them correct two and five is not getting through you're still not playing complete games you haven't you've played one complete game all uh, so far this season the message is not getting through privately. That doesn't mean you go criticize publicly, but maybe you need to change some things up or do some things differently. What's the definition of insanity? You do the same thing over and over again, expect the same, expect a different result. Here we are. 
Yes. Every Thursday we're here. So I guess we're doing the same thing. No, um, all kidding aside. But yeah, that, that you're absolutely right. And, and to me, that's where you want to see some change there. And, and again, you always, that's a great thing about the NFL, unlike some other sports uh, that you can forget about it and go on and you have a next a game the next day and you win and everything that happened the day before is forgotten for the most part, right? NFL, it's not that way. You have to sit and we have to stew and talk about it for a week. But the Raiders do have an opportunity, a great opportunity on Sunday against the Jaguars to go out and change the narr narrative and put together four quarters and play an entire game against a team that's not very good, has some good pieces, but is not very good. So we'll have to see how that goes. Okay, we're going to take our second break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the Jaguars. We'll talk about the game coming up uh, down in Jacksonville and what the Raiders need to do to win that game and what we might see. And the question, will Darren Waller be back? We don't know yet, but we'll find out for sure. You're listening to Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere, Raider Nation. <laughs> 